0: Hi, welcome to Unscripted by Twine. I'm Diana Rao and I'm your host. In this podcast, my guests choose from a library of deep and thought-provoking questions, and we just talk about it for 15 or 20 minutes. Our hypothesis is that as long as we choose meaningful questions, we'll end up in a conversation worth having. As Carl Sagan says, we make our world significant by the courage of our questions and the depth of our answers. Ready? Let's go. So I am so excited to have my friend Joe with me here today. Joe, welcome to Unscripted.
1: Hi, thanks, Diana. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's, it's an honor. So we have some amazing, actually, I, I love the questions that you've chosen. So we're just going to go straight into this. Um, if you're ready to go, are we good to go? I am ready. <laughs> okay. So the first question we're going to have a conversation about is just, what is one belief that you tend to hide behind armor so that others don't judge you?
1: Yeah. So, you know, this, this was a question uh, when I selected it. Um, It's something that I've never talked about. And I think I've talked about a little bit about it with you before. Mm, um, in Some of our passing conversations. Um, So I am, and and what you would, um, I'm what you would call an, an, a selective atheist here, right? Um, I know that's kind of a new term, probably no none of the listeners have ever heard. But a belief, I it's a belief that I I haven't shared with with probably anyone um, outside of this. This is a Twine exclusive, <laughs> so not even and not even family members. Um, so yeah, over you know I started out, um, you know, as, as most most people most most people in the southeast, uh, you know, uh, in the and especially in the Bible Belt Christian family, um, church every Sunday. Um, but as I got older and just started experiencing life, um, and you know, just throughout different things that happened in my life, yeah, I started gravitating more to, um, kind of this selective atheism. And the question is, is not so, and what that kind of means is it's not so much if, if there is a God, right. Um, but, but what type type of God is he or her or it, right? Like Mm -hmm. what, what are the the characteristics? What, what are the temperaments and and things like that? The the more I I dived into, uh, you know, religion, I, I have a college degree from Liberty University, which is the largest uh, evangelical college, at least I think on the planet or at least in the U S um, the more I studied, the more I read. I, I, I just started seeing so many different things that, that even if if these gods did exist, would I be okay worshiping them based off my moral yeah. compass and what I believe is right? Yeah. So that's a long answer.
0: <laughs> no, that's incredible. So it, it's absolutely wild to me that something that um, can be so core. the identity of those that um are in your life is something that you're hiding behind armor have you have you ever tried talking about it with anyone um in your family or in your friend group that is very religious at all
1: yeah so so, you know you you test the waters right and um i think it's the same with with a lot of people who cover right whether you're covering with um Something like this, or sexual orientation, or uh, maybe you're dating someone that you know someone, somebody in your family may not approve of, or what have you. So you 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 throw out these these, these feelers, right? Um, you may uh, when when somebody's talking about the Bible, I like we have we have ministers and preachers in our families. My kids go to an all Christian private school. Uh, my wife is, is is religious, but you throw out these feelers, right? And you you know, especially when you know scripture, I've read the Bible, you know, the Christian Bible front to back twice. Again, I I do have education in it. So I know what the text says, all of it, right? Not just the 30 or 40 verses that that most religious people kind of hang on. Um, So you throw these feelers out around, hey, you know, but did you know the Bible says this also? And just you kind of let it linger. And then when you just kind of know and you feel like, they think your question it, that it's going to be a debate or there's going to be animosity. or you are going to be in an argue argumentative state with them. You just back off, um, mm. because it, it's almost a respect for kind of what they believe, but at the same time a rep- uh, repression of yeah. what I believe, right? So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. What what? Okay, so I'm I'm so I'm so curious right now because this is such an incredibly like vulnerable and also thoughtful and just thought provoking conversation we're having right now. Um, when you said your kids are in Christian private school, you, I mean, do you do they know that you're a little bit of like a closet atheist? Do you wonder if they have doubts and what it's like they could talk to you about? I, I'm just so curious about that dynamic your yeah. with your children.
1: No, I, I love that. I love that question and diving in like that. So. Two nights ago, right, my my wife calls me into her bedroom. It, the The whole house is kind of sleeping, or well, it's rest time, right? It's time to calm down. You, as you know, I have five boys and four at home. Um, yeah. So, so she calls me in, and my nine-year-old's sitting on the side of the bed with her, right? And he's literally questioning his thoughts and beliefs around God, right? And I'm sitting here on on, on the side of this bed, knowing that I have to. Either come right out and say, "Don't worry about it, kiddo. I don't believe in God either," <laughs> you know, or you know, oh hey, my- God's kind of, a, or, or God's kind of a mean guy, right?" But knowing if I come at him like that this time, oh. it's going to change his life forever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or it could change his life forever. It's definitely going to change his thought process, right? So, I here I am playing this this verbal tap dance um, around between. You know, my my spouse and my wife giving him kind of the absolute, the the Bible um, kind of description around doubt and what it says. And then me reassuring him that just because he has doubts, that nothing bad and horrible is going to happen to him because that's just not the way I believe the world works. And what I wanted to tell him as his father is, and again, this is kind of my point why would you want to worship someone that you feel that way, right? Because when, but I couldn't, you know, and it's so hard, you know, and that's what I'm working on. That's one of the things that I'm really putting a lot of thought and time and effort into. How do I navigate this to fully come out while we're respecting what they're going through? Again, they're getting this indoctrination at this, this college. I can't come right out with this. It's just finding that balance and how I wean it in and then once I'm in, and I'm in, am I even gonna be accepted in my own family dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean it's it's I I, I know that may be a little bit of a tap dance around your but it just it it's really hard to have that conversation. I I found directly and <laughs> even after, you know, last night or the a couple nights ago and seeing how I struggled through that. I don't know. I, I don't know when or how I even would have that conversation with them. You know, I've had test conversations with my wife about it, and she's real cool. Right, my wife, super cool human being, obviously. <laughs> um, so I've had kind of those test conversations with her, but it's just, and that's the thing with, you know, uh, religion. It's all absolutes. Like it's this way or no way. You can believe the whole or you don't, and, and we like to say that we can believe part of it, and not the other parts, and you can, but you really can't, (laughs) so, and again, that's, that's just kind of my thoughts around it.
0: Oh, my gosh. Joe, you are one fascinating cat. I got to say, like, you grew up on the Bible Belt. You went to a Christian, like, School. you grew up like within this entire religion your kids go to like a Christian private school how did you I mean you're surrounded by people whose values are centered in the Bible itself so how did you come to the point where you separated your own values from yeah. that of Christianity like how I'm just trying to understand the kind of yeah like mentally. How did I get
1: right? here? Right? <laughs> how,
0: how did you get here? Like, how did you get to the point where you can yeah. actually
1: say, this is my value, you know? Yeah. So I grew, I grew up, um, a lot like, um, well, in, a, in a rough childhood, right? A lot of abuse in the home. Um, very, very violent times. Um, chaos was the normal. When I joined the military, uh, I loved it because chaos was, uh, central to me. So, having that that belief as a child and having that you know uh, you know the spirit jesus is behind this couch with me or you know is not going to allow my stepdad to shoot my mom or whatever like that was a good feeling like i think i needed that as a kid right so pretty much anything that religion offered or christianity offered in that retrospect i was bought into i mean i was a kid right um as I grew up and became a teenager, still 100% bought in, even as a young adult, and, um, you know, really, really engaged in the faith, bought into, you know, all the teachings of, of the faith. But I would say when I got, I started doing a lot of deploying in the military, and I spent six years in the Middle East, and you see these different cultures, and and the cultures are phenomenal cultures. The people are amazing people, but then there's there's these 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 areas where the, the the religion just dominates, and all the atrocities and the horrible things that these religions and these beliefs, you know, kind of instill in in their culture and their population. And then mm. and then I got to thinking, well, they believe this because their the religious texts or their religious teachers tell them this, and this is what they believe and and that, what if, what are some of the things that that my religion says and beliefs, And if it said that, would I be acting like that? Would I be beating women in the streets? Would I be harming children? Would I be, you know, doing different things? And I'm not, spe- you know, targeting religion, like specific religions here, but that's what started getting me to question it. Um, so I started, I, I went on this probably about two year. Um, religious discovery uh, course, I, because a lot of times, and this is what happened to me, is I realized I only I, I only had looked at one side of the coin. I hadn't looked at the other side of the coin of religion, like the other evidence, talking either against it, questioning, or and I realized I'd only read about 3% of my religious texts that I just had this dying devotion. And then I started reading it. From front to back, and I, I started realizing that you know the characteristic of, of the God of the Bible is, is completely outside of anything moral fiber I could get behind. I mean, sure, there are absolutely amazing um, scriptures in the Bible, right? Or, or the I keep saying the Bible. I'm going to have to say the Bible because if I keep saying religious texts, it's going to you know confuse things. But in the Bible, there are some amazing. Uh, you know, scriptures, you know, for God to love the world, that he gave his only begotten son. I mean, that, that's a cool, cool verse, and it shows a lot of love and stuff. But did you know also in the Bible that God himself sent bears to eat children for laughing at priests that they thought were bald? I mean, what kind of God does that, right? Um, you know, the countless slaughter of women and children, not ordered by Israel, but ordered by God through his prophets, Right. And like the, the deity just really started to come out. And I, was, I I got to a point where I couldn't look myself in the mirror knowing that this is the type of human or, or this is the type of deity that, that I was professing belief in. Not only that, but telling other people that they should believe in. And if they didn't, they were wrong and condemning other people um, for not believing in what I identified quite honestly as a monster. And I know that's, that's, that's harsh, and if anybody listens to this, they're probably going to be like, oh, this guy's crazy. But that's what got me to kind of where I am now. And then there was also a relief and condemn, condemnation, right? So religion, I guess you could say an airport here, keeps us in line because it puts a fear in us that if we don't stay between inside this box or if we don't stay between these lines, something really, really bad is going to happen to us. And oh, by the way, you can't help but not stay in these lines and you're just a bad person anyway. So <laughs> it's kind of a catch-22, right? So when I walked away from it, when I gave it all up, my life became clear. Um, condemnation has never been back. Mm-hmm. I live my life fearless. I live life like I feel everyone should love. Well, I won't say that. Like I hope most everyone lives is live life to its fullest without the fear that if you make mistakes or if you do something, maybe your 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 char- that's outside of character for you, there's absolutely going to be nothing, nothing that happens to you for that besides you learn from it and move on. Um, I, I hope that answers your question.
0: <laughs> that is so, okay, so this is absolutely, this is fascinating, right? Because you've gone on this journey, you know, when you've gone on a journey where you've actually looked at, um, you've done your religious discovery course, you've looked really deep, you have lived in what it means to live in faith within Christianity. What, what um, I mean, how, I'm just trying to understand, like, now that you've come to this awareness of what you actually believe in how do you, how, how do you live in this world where people are still following this God in the Bible? I'm just like trying to just, is it, do you feel like there's like a little part of you that, that you just kind of like hide away? Or maybe religion doesn't come up all the time. It's, it's like just comes up sometimes, but yeah. it's not, you know, I'm just understanding like how, what it's like to exist within a community when, um, when you so clearly see uh, a different perspective, but everyone else is seeing a different perspective, like, and clearly you're not trying to change people. You're not, you know, you're not going up to them saying you're mm-hmm. wrong and you should be more, you know, right, go exactly. Yeah. Stuff. so how are you, like, balancing that? And I guess this also plays into your question of, like, how do we, I feel like there's no one better to ask than you because you've maintained, to some extent, the peace or unity. Like, how do we become more united globally while respecting individual belief systems?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's acceptance, right? It's, giving those that are in their faith and are religious the same acceptance i would hope that they would give me right understanding that i see i see religion one way and billions of people see it another way right and understanding that understanding what it feels like to have religion fill a void or fill a gap. I I believe that that's important to respect where I, where it becomes extremely frustrating is when you see religion start to govern things like laws, um, Mm. and, and governmental decisions, um, the atrocities that women face across this globe because of religious beliefs or religious practices, um, Uh I mean, it, it, that's when it becomes frustrating Frustrating, and I'm sure you've heard the term uh, militant atheist, right? And that's, uh, that, mm. they're out there, right? Yeah. Um, but that's where you kind of fight that urge to go out there and say, you're wrong, what are you doing? You know, 2 plus 2 doesn't equal Jesus um, and all this, right? But then you're, you're back on that side of the coin. You're just forcing something else, Right. I think the perfect balance is, and Christopher Hitchens, I, I don't know if you know who that is, but just a phenomenal, mm-hmm. he was an amazing, amazing person in, in and thought leader and atheism. He passed mm-hmm. away, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm more aligned with, with his thinking on how do we all live together. Religion, in my mind, how we live together is, it continues And almost holistically maintained as something that's private to the individual. I'm not saying it has to be done by closed door uh, behind closed doors, but it's it's absolutely something that should be private to that individual, right? I like to wear Adidas shoes, but that doesn't (laughs) mean everybody in the world needs to wear Adidas shoes because I feel they're the most comfortable and stylish shoes on the planet, right? <laughs> uh, there, <I'm> just <laughs> plugged, I just plugged Adidas for you, right? Uh, <laughs> or not for you, but on, on your podcast. Um, I'm a Nike that, guy you know, myself.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to, to
1: make
0: everyone wear my Nike shoes. You are so yeah. right.
1: <laughs> but it, it comes down—it comes down to a, a mutual respect. And a, a, do I ever think we'll have a, a united? global system where everybody's living in utopia and um, if that's possible I don't think I don't think that will ever happen just because uh, religious beliefs are not so much like atheism or or maybe some agnostic teachings it's full of absolutes it is seriously either this way or you don't get any of it right Um, there are a few religions out there that it's not like that Right? Um, You know, you have, um, gosh, I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, I'm thinking of, there's a sect of uh, monks that live in Eastern Asia that they just have a phenomenal uh, teaching. Robin Sharma, uh, who authored The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, uh, did a whole book about this. And it was Mm -hmm. just phenomenal uh, how their approach to spirituality right, um, which I kind of group in the, in the same word as religion. I know many people don't, but I do. But they just had a phenomenal approach. Um, and it was all about kind of your moral synergies, um, doing what you absolutely know is culturally norm and, and right. Um, so yeah, I, that's kind of how I exist and, and how I would hope we could exist a, a, as a global community. Um, but we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Joe, I find it so fascinating because most people I know who have gone through a similar type of journey where they came from a religious background and then um, sort of turned against it, have really rebelled to the furthest place where they try to live their lives completely away from that community. And somehow you're thriving and like, and, and compassionate and still, you know, doing well within this community, which is fascinating to me. You know, I, one last question for you just, that just came up in my mind um, with, so many religions that we you know there are daily practices whether that practice is prayer or other things meditation contemplation all these different practices how do you practice your values what's what's your daily practice look like to align with your value system
1: yeah so i uh i, I practice a couple things right I, I i call them um well i don't call them um robin sharma calls them <laughs> he's that guy i mentioned <laughs> kind of 10 rituals of radiant living right um and, and I have established uh, several mantras that I kind of live by um, none. And, and, and I, this is going to sound bad, but I, no, no, I don't know any other way to say it. Uh, they're mm-hmm. all self-centered self-centered, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I, they have to do with my internal and external self-development. It doesn't look towards anything much outside of myself. A mantra. Uh, Dealing with family is just to give you an example of what these look like. um, You know, when dealing and thinking how I interact with my family and who I want them to see in me, right? It's not necessarily that dad is a godly man, but that dad is someone who's kind, someone who is respectful, Mm -hmm. who is patient, and who is present. So, my mantra for dealing with my family is simple be kind, be respectful be present, and be patient, you know, so that mantra is what I live by. And that's what my family sees in me. Now, a lot of times, if you're that kind of guy, that kind of laid back person, you would just assume, yeah, he's probably a real religious person, uh, you know, probably a Christian, uh, because he's from Georgia, and he sounds like he's from Georgia. Um, So a lot of assumptions can be will be made about you if you kind of put that off. But that's another uh, topic. Another uh, mantra, again, it has to do with just my, my my temple, right? My body, right? Which is one of the things that religion teaches about, you know, just about, you know, the mind and body are going to be your best instrument, instruments that you'll ever own. So I make a commitment to take care of those things through eating, uh, you know, in a good, good way, exercising. And then I have mantras on how I deal with friendships and business associates and just different things, right? All these areas, and what I did is I sit down and made up these mantras for these areas that mm-hmm. religion tries to cover in their teachings, right? Every religion teaches you how to interact with your family, with a society, uh, with your, your, your healthy self or your, or your physical self. Um, so all these principles that you learn in religion, that's ultimately what you're trying to do, right? But what but I believe, and I, I wish more people would understand, is you don't have to have the condemnation to be that whole person. You don't have to have that uh, extortion to be, I guess, it just, yeah, holy in who you are. You you can be the, the, that person without the other stuff. Joe, you are
0: a such a whole and beautiful person it's crazy because you know we sort of like we've known each other for years now yeah we have and this is just like it's a whole wow (laughs) i'm like seeing a lotus blossom like just flowering i'm just like what a marvelous human being i'm so amazed by you thank you for taking the time to share this with me and to also bring down your armor to share this with me this is pretty incredible and um and i think honestly it's like pretty remarkable, and I hope someone who's listening, if, if they're, you know, thinking these same things and sort of exploring these same things, maybe I can connect them to you. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because it is, it, it can be a tormenting journey, right? Um, yeah. I, I went through it almost holistically alone, right, um, yeah. and it can, it can be hard, um, and, and to anyone that, that is having those, those thoughts and those doubts and things like that, there's absolutely nothing Uh, criminal about them, uh, or internally damnable about them, it's okay. You can have these thoughts. We question everything in our lives, typically, but religion. Um, So absolutely, you can connect me.
0: Thanks, Joe. Joe, you are amazing. Thank you so much again for the time. It's been an honor having you here on Unscripted with me.
1: Absolutely. Looking forward to my
0: next twine. (laughs) All right. Bye, my friend. Bye. Yay!